studio radio listeners it's been a while actually it's been a day so you know don't get all crazy on me now i've taken a day to uh organize some things one of the things i want everyone to remember is that e-studio radio is the radio segment of e-studio in other words there is another part of e-studio um our e-studio channel on YouTube <clears throat> that we're kicking off. So I'm working on that when I'm not working on this, working on various projects. So really busy with that. Again, you guys can always check us out at on our e-studio radio, or I mean, sorry, e-studio channel on YouTube. The URL is always on the channel. Um, so you can always go there, check what we have out there out subscribe like and share always a good thing to do um and you know we will uh, be participating more in uh, the radio stations there's other radio stations that will be opening up too there's other parts like this one like i said many times there is a show called e and j where they analyze and talk about movies two brothers analyzing and talking about movies various popular movies and other things like that. There is also a vlog, a vlog that's coming up, going to be called Struggles Are Beautiful. And that is a very highly anticipated vlog show on eStudio that you can definitely check out. It will be posted pretty soon here. Various things you can check out on the eStudio channel at YouTube. I will always be broadcasting projects here on eStudio Radio so that you guys can check out our eStudio on YouTube. I will be also sharing on Facebook, and there is an eStudio Facebook account that I'll be putting a URL here on eStudio Radio as well for you guys to like and share and follow. But anyway, I think today more than likely we're going to be doing some talking segments, um, playing a little music here and there, things like that, you know. Um, I'm going to be organizing also some shows. There are going to be other shows and dramas. We're getting together some dramas, guys. One of the things that I like to do, one of my affiliates, one of my very, very special partners in crime is Action 25. She's a very... Very innovative and uh, very good improviser as far as acting and drama. She does her live dramas. Definitely check her out at Action 25. That's T.C. Ray. She does a lot of good improvised dramas. I can improvise. I like improvising. But I do more of like pre-planned and pre-scripted stuff just because I get a lot of ideas that go through my head. And I like to organize different things like sound <clears throat> mixture mixing sound and effects and music score because that's again that's what i do music score so as you <coughs> excuse me if you guys listen to this the uh episode of um the latest zombie elder you might have noticed the mixture of sound like ambient sound and 
and you know really just ambient sound not really a music score but ambient sound that's the kind of stuff i like to do that mixing so <clears throat> various different styles here on anchor everyone has their style everyone here is talented i've checked out a lot of your guys stations and i really like the formats and everything and shoot man it might get me to you know change my style for well i might change my format i like my format but definitely i'll say evolve it and uh getting a lot of tips and tricks and stuff from just listening to you guys and your formats and your stations i like it i like it a lot so anyway my point is is that this station is a part of a bigger thing it's not just e-studio radio it's also it's e-studio e-studio is the umbrella corporation so anyway that is all for now for this segment and stay tuned for more segments to come thank you oh yeah e-studio radio listeners yes it is elisha again he has come again to the station e-studio radio <clears throat> hey guys so um you know that was just my little live improvised intro just kind of testing things out it doesn't mean we're gonna use it i'll probably create a better intro than that um want to talk about something real quick guys um, just meant just in mentioning. Tell me if you are interested in this kind of subject matter. I was just checking the internet out. Of course, the internet is a really cool thing. You might have heard of it. Anyway, of course you heard of it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to listen right now to this show, this amazing show here. Let's check it out. Everybody knows, I'm sure by now, unless you live under a rock, <clears throat> that the government released or the FBI and the CIA they released the. JFK assassination files. Of course, that's kind of old news, but here's the thing. Just a little food for thought. So, okay, we're supposedly, you know, the Free Information Act, you know, it's been around. This is not part of that, guys. I mean, it is and it isn't. They actually released an act. What was it called? The uh, It was basically an act specifically for the JFK assassination. Releasing it, it was like early 90s. Um, to release in a certain amount of years, I think 10 years. <clears throat> I don't got all the facts together, guys, but I can do a little more research if you want definites. But basically, it was released the act to release all the JFK assassination files to the public in over an expansion of years. This started when the movie, pretty much around the movie, sparked controversy and more interest in the. JFK assassination when um, the movie JFK played by uh, starring with Kevin Costner the JFK assassination Oliver, what was his name? Oliver Stone um, I believe that's his name I'm going to have to do a fact check on that uh, anyway he made this movie and it sparked kind of controversy but more questioning on the JFK assassination like kind of bringing that up again here's an interest here's the interesting food for thought 
guys about this whole situation with the JFK files. So all these years we've had, there are now over 4,000 documents on this. Okay. Think about that. I mean, of course it's a big event. I mean, one of our presidents was killed. Okay. I mean, the only time that ever happened before was when Abraham Lincoln got killed. I mean, you know, it's a big deal. So it's not unheard of. Like, Obviously, you're not going to think like, oh, one document for this. Of course, it's a lot of documents. But over 4,000 documents have been on this. I'm sure all of it is from every agency, FBI, CIA. Um, I don't know if the NSA was back then. I don't know. CIA goes way back, and the FBI, of course, does too. Um, from like uh, J. Edgar Hoover days, so. You know, quite a long time. But anyway, my point is, is that all these files have been released now, over four thousand. However, the FBI has not has yet to release all of them. They still kept back some. I think I was reading. I know I was reading, but I think what I was reading about is twenty percent of that is still kept in secret because they don't want to release the other percentage. The percent twenty percent. Something like that. So in any regards, they do not want to release all of it. Kind of makes you wonder. I'm not trying to spark controversy. I mean, already this is known. Just why are they, after all these years, and the fact that the whole act of the JFK Assassination Act, that whole release of documents act, I mean, it's an act. It's a, a freaking legislation. Or, or It's a part of an enactment. So... This is important. So <clears throat> they're, re they're supposed to be releasing these documents to the public. Why? Because it's time now to learn some truths. You know, if you ain't got nothing to hide, if you're innocent, you shouldn't have anything to hide, right? So anyway, my point is, <clears throat> is that this shouldn't be hidden by now. By, by now, okay, 19, what was it, 1950-something? Come on, guys, 2018, right? Over 70 years. Well, just, well, about close to 70 years. 70 years later, almost, almost, running close to half a century, guys, or half a century. It's a long time, damn it, all right? That's my point. And still we're hiding documents. It's just, it's just to me, it's, I mean, you can say what you want. And like, oh, you like shit. You're a conspiracy theorist. Hey. Am I a conspiracy theorist just because I'm raising questions? I'm not theorizing anything. I just said that I think that it should not be hidden. So that's not a theory. So I can't be a conspiracy theorist. One of the things we got to start doing, guys, is getting out of the habit of labeling people. Like, you know, I hate when people label someone a conspiracy theorist when they don't really know what the meaning of that term is. <clears throat> you know, if you're going to name and label someone something, at least know what you're calling them. Like, know what you're talking about. If I'm a conspiracy theorist, that means I'm theorizing in other words, I'm kind of drawing my own conclusion as a theory. You know what I mean? My conclusion is 
brought on it's my theory but it's still a conclusion it's still a conclusion of my own theory of my opinion of what i feel happened my conclusion that's what a theory is <clears throat> you conclude something that's based maybe on facts or something like that you know something that you've experienced or based on facts but you draw your own conclusion from your opinion of what you think that is that is what a theory is <clears throat> basically in layman's terms I'm not speaking scientifically. But anyway, so if you say they are a conspiracy theorist, you're telling that person that they are theorizing a conspiracy. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is just I'm observing something and I'm thinking that I'm just raising questions. I'm like, you know, I think it's been quite a long time. I think we can release those documents now. I don't think that there should be anything to hide. I don't see how, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You tell me, call in, offer me up a challenge as far as like a contradictory, not a challenge. I don't want it to sound like it's, you know, uh, like this is um, battle or something, but offer me up a contradict, a contradictory uh, opinion. But I feel that at this point, I don't think that any kind of information on something like that that happened almost 70 years ago can be a matter of national security. I don't. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe there's something in there. Maybe it is, there is a magic bullet. Huh? Maybe there's a magic bullet that really existed that they, that someone stole the technology for that magic bullet <laughs> and they don't want to release that information because the blueprints can if you know put in the wrong hands can make us not be a superpower anymore Ooh, that's scary so maybe the magic bullet theory is you know, sound. Maybe, maybe there is some technology there. That's the only thing I can think of, really. And again, I'm not drawing my own conclusion. That's not a theory. I think I'm just bringing up things, some options for you to think about. It. I can't think of any any other reason why it would be anything else on that matter would be a, a national security uh, problem. I really don't. It's been done. In fact, a lot of people don't care about it. Maybe even some of you listening. And that's fine. You want to move on. And, you know, whatever for whatever reason. But the thing is, and I'm moving on too. I'm just saying, I'm raising questions like, hey, don't you think that's interesting? So tell me what you think, guys. Tell me what you think. And we'll get back to you on another talking segment. Thank you, guys. Again. Hello, my e-studio radio listeners. So listen, guys, I'm going to play a song that has been played before on this radio station. It's one of my pieces that um, actually you can find an animation, little kind of rough animation of the character Tazuki Chang on Patreon dot com again that's patreon.com i'm gonna leave a link in the uh comment section of this here right now this uh this station so 
uh, a link for patreon.com because the reason why is because this track particularly is for that animation it's called tazuki infiltrate and i could tell you a little bit about the story behind it tazuki chang is a japanese warrior actually to be specific he is a ninja basically he's a warrior but he's a giant he's pretty much seven feet tall but anyway he's um ancient warrior who's actually he he was made to be who he was who he is but um the story behind it goes um basically his parents were killed okay back in uh like years ago and um he vent you know seek vengeance for their deaths and the uh, the group that killed his parents they were of the mafia type <clears throat> okay but so that he had to seek them out and they had a stronghold that he went to and slaughtered them I mean there was hundreds hundreds of guys just to show the skill of Tazuki Chang anyway I'll be actually giving you more animations of Tazuki Chang. He's a character I made actually years ago. And anyway, my point is telling you this is the music that you're going to hear is the basically the music to that whole scenario. And the animation shows a little bit of what actually it has time-lapse drawings of different parts of that slaughter so it is a little bloody but anyway the animation could be found at patreon.com and again i'm going to leave a link to it in the description if you want to search for it it's at patreon.com if you know what i'm talking about patreon.com you can go there and you if you want to support me at patreon.com you can actually um go ahead and join be a patron a patron at uh, patreon.com okay um, what it's for is for if you like an artist and what they're doing and you want to support them, you can't, and you can do it as low as a dollar a month. Very, very cheap just to show that support. But anyway, <clears throat> you can do that and you can watch this video of what this music mix piece is. If you like the music piece, then check out the video. Um, you'll have to become a patron to actually check it out. Um, but follow that link. Again, it's as low as a dollar a month. It really isn't nothing. Just to show your support and build and help E-Studio. So anyway, that's that. I don't want to just plug that so much. But I want you to enjoy this song, this piece, regardless. Because it's for you guys. Okay? I actually made it to entertain. But it is about the story of... <coughs> pardon me. About the story of Tozuki Chang, the Japanese warrior. And... You don't want to be on the wrong side of Japan of the uh, Japanese warrior Tazuki Chang. Okay, you don't want to be on the wrong side because if you are, you will die. Do you understand? You will die. He doesn't play. You'll see more of him and his story. I've draw. I actually am in the middle of doing comics, a comic series of Tazuki Chang. But my comic series is going to be other comics too. Check that out as well. I'm just going to plug a lot of stuff, guys. But my point is, listen to the piece here coming up. And again, 
check the Patreon link below in the comments. Thank you very much. show plays on and on and on to the break of dawn actually not to the break of dawn but we are doing this pretty late always remember we're just always up you know it starts 5 30 ish um lately it's been a little bit later and sometimes off times but you know relatively starting at 5 30 um 
and uh, just giving it our all from 5.30, usually till midnight, Central Standard Time, guys, so you can, that's, that's how long I'm running, of course, that's as long as you can expect the show to be running. Now, you podcast listeners, of course, love everyone that listens to this station. Thank you so much again. Give an applause for that. But, uh, you know, obviously you're not listening live, so, but it's relatively, you know, in a seven hour stretch or six and a half hours, <clears throat> you know, stretch. And that's because I give it different segments along those hours. It's not like I'm sitting in an office on a mic in a studio for seven hours or six and a half hours that would be insane for all the other stuff i gotta do here so but anyway uh doing a lot of promoting this show tonight today and um just doing a lot of things i'm gonna give a shout out to all my listeners everyone that's listening and really appreciate you constantly listening to the station so that's what's going on hey uh anybody got any any thoughts on the whole jfk assassination documents we were talking about earlier uh if you do give us a call in if you don't hey give us a call in anyway we're all about taking call-ins and your applause and you're just listening and you know chiming in that's always cool and always always invited and welcome so you guys have fun we're gonna go ahead and go on a little break here and uh and we'll get back to it now let me thinking of some more topics going on some more journeys with the topics here we're gonna have those topics for you um again always you guys can just and you know interject some things as well and we will be back after this break thank you oh yeah guys it's about that time it's about that time for Tech Talk. Tech Talk. This is going to be a new segment for our station at E-Studio Radio. Everyone, get ready. So here's a little Tech Talk. And in this segment that will happen, it's not going to be a day assigned. It's going to be at any day. Uh, where I do a segment on Tech Tech talk, and this is tech on as far as like the world of what's going on today or what has been going on. Anything tech, guys. Anything tech. And hey, you can call in as always and give your two cents or maybe five cents, maybe even 25 cents. Who knows? Gosh, it can be a load of cents. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so, anyway, guys. The tech talk for this segment is going to be VR. And I got to tell you guys, I love VR. Has anyone ever tried VR at any time? Because VR was actually introduced in the 
80s around actually uh early 90s they tried to make some vr things um these headsets were humongous and very very heavy and uh very awkward didn't work out too well so they gave that a rest put it in the back burner and they're bringing it on again and vr is the future guys just so you know it's here to stay there's a lot of people that have their doubts but that's only because they don't really know how good it's doing vr is actually doing very good in fact vr is being implemented in almost everything in a lot of things including not only entertainment but business like corporations for um, doing different business models using vr as a model to get you more immersed into uh you know like meetings and you can have like virtual uh virtual um conferences stuff like that used for much more guys but anyway my point is they have actually suits like suits that you can wear that have haptic feedback go ahead and look up axon vr guys that's just one example axon vr that's a x o n vr you can look that up on any google site you know search engine or bing or whatever <clears throat> look it up check it out that stuff exists Okay, what it is, is a, it's a suit that you wear. Now, granted, let me just tell you about this. VR, at this point, is at its pivotal point where it is growing and becoming more mainstream and prices are dropping because, yes, these things that I'm going to be talking about, they are pricey. They are expensive. So your average gamer or average person, household, is not going to be able to just get a VR system and, you know... Um, experience this now there are mobile phone vrs little you know the cardboard google cardboard and all that and that's vr too that's cool but if you tried that and you put it aside and said eh, that's all right you don't really know the full experience because trust me it's totally different if you're talking about vive or the oculus uh those two for example very immersive in vr and they're only making it better there's other there's this other one i forget what the name of it is i'll probably have it on the next segment because i'll probably do a couple of segments on this because vr is big but anyway i want to kind of break it down there's a suit you wear okay and it covers your full body it has haptic feedback now what haptic feedback is if for those that you don't know it if you have a cell phone smartphone and you're pushing buttons on the screen and you get a vibration on the phone to let you know that you push the button you know especially the keypad that's haptic feedback it's a vibration something physical to let you know that you touch something so anyway these suits have that haptic feedback too but on a more complex scale and the axon suit actually lets you feel texture of objects in the VR world the texture so if you're moving your hand along a wall in the VR world that is a little rough you're gonna feel that texture with the haptic feedback of the suit also will let you feel you know objects that will give you a sense of pushback for force all right but also this is the most craziest thing temperature it'll also let you feel temperature of objects in the VR world all right yeah so this is the second part of tech talk and yeah as i was talking about before temperature that's another big thing and you're gonna say what elisha temperature what are you talking about i don't want to get burned here 
But I am serious. Temperature. This haptic feedback has the ability to show you temperature or make you feel temperature. Now, this suit also, I don't know if it comes with it, but there is a thing that actually, have you ever seen the movie Assassin's Creed, which is a video game based, uh, it's based on a video game called Assassin's Creed. Um, Now, the thing that the if you watch the movie Assassin's Creed um I forget what his name is the guy that played in he played in um Matt he played as young Magneto in the X-Men but I forget his name it doesn't matter that's not the point the point is the guy that played him the star of the show the star of the movie he was in this arm robotic arm <clears throat> that when he went into the, the you know the past to be as his ancestor he was in a virtual world, and this arm was controlling him. When he jumped, it really brought him up so that he he actually was raised. Now, this Axon suit has that kind of arm as well. I know it sounds made up, guys. It sounds crazy, but hey, check it out. You can see this thing. This thing is actually, it's been, I think, over a year now. That um, I don't know if it's been out over a year, but it's been... Um, showcased for about a year ago, about a year. So anyway, um, there are constant, so many companies now making VR headsets and VR things. There's a VR, a glove, a, a haptics, actually a company named haptics actually put out a glove that you can buy in separation from any VR set whether it's Vive or Oculus and you put this glove on and it gives you crazy hand tracking like very precise hand tracking and haptic feedback now that glove from haptics doesn't do the temperature it does texture and you could feel the force of things held in your hand and you can feel the texture and shape of objects but it doesn't do the temperature like the axon vr now why do i tell you guys this and why is this segment named vr is the future well because vr is the future VR is being used now by more things, even theme parks like some Six Flag parks. They use VR for some of their roller coasters where you go on a roller coaster, you put on a VR set and you experience a whole VR experience and then you feel the actual inertia force because you really are on a roller coaster. So literally just think of the potential they can make. They can make spaceships crashing into, you're flying in the air and spaceships flying all around, crashing into the track. Or they can make it that you're not even on a roller coaster, that you're just in a spaceship flying. And you'll really feel the effects of going, you know, the G-force or whatever, because you're really actually (laughs) moving. Um, It's crazy, guys. VR is the future. And more companies are, they're even doing that. This is one of my predictions because it's not a prediction like I'm psychic. It's just I see it happening. Full-length movies of VR movies are going to be happening in the future. You're going to be able to go into a movie theater. Okay? And you're going to be able to go in the theater. And just like in a 3D film, they hand you or they sell you or they hand you the 3D glasses. You put them on. You go into the movie theater. You put them on when the show starts. Boom. You're watching a 3D film. It's the same thing in the future with VR. It's going to be where they'll be able to hand you VR. It'll probably be attached to the seat. They'll probably have VR 
film, uh, theaters that are attached to the seat. So then you put them on um, and then you experience a VR film. <clears throat> that's going to be expensive, but trust me, that's happening. I can guarantee it because they're already making little movie shorts on YouTube and others. Uh, directors are making little movie shorts that are VR. Okay. 360 film. That's going to happen. Now, as far as interacting with the film, that's not really, it's going to be more of like 360 film where you are in, you can look all around and it's all around you instead of right before you like anything that's going to be in the future. All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that, uh, please do leave your comments if you're really interested in this kind of conversation. And, uh, of course, Tech Talk is always open. Like I said, Tech Talk will be a segment that I'll be putting on. Maybe I'll do that every day. Tech Talk is something that I'm interested in because I am a tech kind of guy. I love technology. Um, By the way, just a closing segment as far as what I'm going to do right now is about technology. Just as far as introducing it. Some of you guys may say, hey, I'm not very technical. I don't like technology. For whatever reason you like technology, some people, <clears throat> they don't like technology because they feel that it can get us in trouble and that we're going too far or that technology hinders. Uh, as far as what I got to say to that is, well, anything can be hinders. Yes, I think that technology has this, this a part of it that's dangerous because <clears throat> anything that gives you too much power and then you don't really know it it's not that we got too much power and we don't know what to do with it but it can be put in the wrong hands you know it's just like anything even if you know with anything really um you put it into the wrong hands a gun uh, a baseball bat for crying out loud is something simple as that i can give a baseball bat to someone like a baseball player and he's gonna hit them home runs right he's gonna swing batter batter and he's going to hit that thing outfield. I get the same baseball bat to someone that likes violence, that uh, likes breaking into shit. Excuse my language, but hey, likes breaking into stuff and <clears throat> stealing. Well, that guy's going to break and use the bat to bust windows open and maybe even beat people. So <clears throat> my point is, I know it sounds silly, but technology is like the Internet. I mean, come on, guys. We all know that the internet is very, very, uh, very useful tool. I mean, for crying out loud, I can go on my phone. Any question I have, if someone asks me a question, oh, I don't know what, uh, let me Google it. Everyone says that. That's a term that cannot be said generations past because Google didn't exist. That's a, that's a big stepping stone. Let me Google it is a popular term because of the internet. <clears throat> and because if I have a question... I will be able to be, I will be able to get that answer because the internet ha- is the information highway. It's totally useful. Useful for sharing data and of course now with cloud, with cloud uh, technology that's been around for a couple of years, a few years. I mean, come on. Without cloud technology, there's a lot of things that businesses and people wouldn't be able to do. I wouldn't be able to share with people that I'm doing this e-studio thing with without cloud you wouldn't be able to back up your phone 
on another device, on another thing without your computer. Like some people don't have computers. So they have to depend on the cloud to back up their content that there's on their phone. So anyway, my point is the internet is very useful without e-commerce. Without the internet, we wouldn't have e-commerce. E-commerce is non-brick and mortar businesses. So I'm just establishing that the internet's useful. However, there's also things that are horrible. Okay, and I don't need to discuss all those things, but for one thing, predatorial things, um, hacking, all kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, Identity theft, which identity theft is a big thing now, guys, and the internet is part of it, but also privacy, invasion of privacy, all kinds of stuff we don't need to get into. Just, I'm sure everyone's aware of some sort of danger of the internet. That's technology, guys. Technology will always have a dangerous side. And <clears throat> I'm not a doomsday type of guy, but I do think the more we get involved and get more integrated with technology, it can be harmful. I don't doubt that. But anyway, my point is there's a couple kind of people, some that are just not technical and they don't, therefore they aren't into technology and then those that are afraid of it and what its potential can be. Uh, So I am a technical person, but I also do understand the fear and I also do understand that some people aren't technical, but there will still be technical um, segments and you, even if you're not technical, please call in. Thank you. That's the end of this segment. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone, all of my e-studio listeners. Today was a good day. It was a grand day, for sure. <clears throat> I'm ending the show today on a good note, which is actually every every uh, episode has been a good note. I haven't had any bad notes, so. But anyway, I just, hey, what's wrong with accentuating the fact that we're ending on a good note? Every day should be accentuated on good notes. Accentuating that the fact that you're ending on a good note. Why not? That's why you say good morning every day. So anyway, uh, not to elaborate so much on that, but uh, I have actually a low battery right now, so I'm going to have to make this quick. I want to thank everyone for calling in and listening to the radio station and everything. I'm going to be posting some call-ins tomorrow and some uh, more talk segments tomorrow as well I want you guys to have a good night Angie Ray thank you for calling in to the station always welcome and loved and everyone else that calls in the station thank you so much and everyone that's listening to the station thank you so much and everyone that is turning off from my station thank you so much for even giving me a chance to talk to you for sure for sure for sure so anyway, I'm closing the segment with a goodbye, good night, you guys, and I will see you on the morrow.